My name is Victoria. I come from Ghanaian parents and grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a painter turned entrepreneur on a mission to empower Black women to step into their genius and make an impact. I have a vision for creative women to feel confident and powerful and let go of all the limiting beliefs holding us back from going all out and showing up. I'm also the founder of the Kindred Creatives Collective, where I host dinners and retreats to hold space for Black women to prioritize self-care, build a tribe, and feel inspired. I want a world where Black women artists are celebrated, valued, and paid more. My goal for this podcast is to help women of color build sustainable and purpose-driven practices. Every week, I'll chat with a boss who's making bold moves in her industry as a creative entrepreneur. After hanging out with us, you'll feel empowered to build your own creative empire. Now let's start the show. In the center of all that hard work, faith, and vision is a big desire. Desire for joy desire to live in alignment, desire to have a life that you love, desire to step up for yourself, for your dreams, and for what you know you deserve. Ask me how I know, sis, I want the same thing. That's why I created the Empowered Creatives Retreat. If you think you can thrive as a creative without taking action, Think again. Join me at my two-week retreat in Ghana. It's a retreat for purpose-driven Black women visual artists, writers, performers, and makers. Have time away in the African diaspora to focus on your art, feel rejuvenated, and inspired. All while making lasting connections and friendships with fellow artists. To sign up for the retreat in July, visit www.kindredcreativesco.org or follow me on the gram at Victoria underscore Y-A-W-A. Meet Destiny Powell, a self-proclaimed visual storyteller who is thriving as a full-time artist and as the founder of Poetically Illustrated. Her paintings are a visual representation of the beauty and multifacetedness of being a Black woman. Through her work, she hopes to inspire artists to follow their dreams, regardless of what the world says. Destiny has mastered systems in her business to help balance her job as a mom homeschooling three kids and her work as a creative entrepreneur. She recently changed her business model and noticed immediate shifts in how money flowed in, giving her more freedom to create. She's now more committed than ever to share with artists strategies she's learned to make money. In this episode, learn how Destiny is strategic in her practice to make money while doing what she loves. Hey, Destiny, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm well. Welcome to the show. So excited for you to be here. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. 
Yes. So we are going to get into this because I absolutely love hearing about artists' stories, their journey, and really like how they were able to build a life that they love. So this episode is more about how artists can make money doing what they love. And I know you are like the queen of figuring it out, making it work for yourself, and getting your coins. So. So I'm excited for you to share your gems of wisdom and also learn more about you and your story. Okay. So are you ready to get into it? Let's go. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So I would love to start with just your start. Right now you are a full-time artist and you are working, you know, you're making art And I'm just curious about where that journey started for you. When did you realize that, okay, this is the path I want to be on. I want to be a full-time artist. So um, I've always wanted to be an artist since I was a little girl and I drew my first picture. Um, But I realized that it's what I was supposed to be doing and what I had to do after working, I would say, what, four or five years in corporate? It was probably like four and a half years just working corporate jobs and realizing that this is not what I wanted to do. I wasn't enjoying it. And I was actually drawing at my desk every day at any job that I was working and people would see me drawing and ask me to paint for them and they would pay me. And it got to the point where I was making more money painting at home in my off time than I was like sitting at that desk and doing things I didn't want to do. So probably around 2000, was it, it was 2016 is when I left my job and decided I, it, this is what I needed to do. So, mm. Okay, so it sounds like you've always known your gifts, you've always been creative, and while you were working at this other job that you weren't necessarily into, people were like pulling you towards your gifts and asking you to paint. And so take me back to that moment when you were like, when you made a shift of like, okay, I know I want to quit this job and go full forward with my art career. Okay, so when I got this job, it was a really nice job um, and they paid me great, but I was so excited to get the job because it was more money than I ever made before. I was like, I'm gonna be able to take care of my family. It's gonna be great. Mm -hmm. So I worked there for a year and I was, I was fine, but then it started to get to the point where I would be heading to work and I just feel sick. Like I really did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to go. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And I felt like I was ignoring what I was supposed to be doing. I never stopped painting. I never stopped drawing. I kept a sketchbook at my desk every day. So it was something I was already doing. Mm -hmm. So I think it was probably maybe four or five times where I just got so sick where I had to pull the car over and like call my husband and talk it out. And mm-hmm. he was, and one day he was just like, you know, you don't have to do this. You can quit. You can go home and work and do your art. You don't have to do this. And I was like, you know what? He's right. I don't have to do this. So we sat down and talked about it later that night. He said, get a business plan together, show it to me and let's go. We can do it. And we've always been the type of people that save money. So he taught he taught me how to save, actually. But we save, um, we started saving slowly, like for three months. We have enough money set aside. If someone loses their job, then we've got this money. And when we hit three months, we go to six months and it goes up from there. So we did that. And um, I was just making a business plan at my desk every single day. 
It was, I think I wrote on the front, um, Poetically Illustrated Dreams, because I've always had the name Poetically Illustrated since 2011 when I was blogging in college. <laughs> oh, okay. But um, so I wanted it to be Poetically Illustrated. Beautiful and I wrote, name. I wrote Design Your Dreams, because that was another slogan for Poetically Illustrated at the point. So I would write down every day, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. So I'll make money. Um, I think I put, I want to illustrate a book and I want to post my paintings on Instagram. I started my website, designed my website and coded it at my desk at this job. (laughs) And I designed it to how I wanted to look. And I wrote down, this is the type of stuff that I want to sell on my site. And I found vendors who could print my art on different things so that I could start like getting samples. So basically I was writing all this down. This is what I want to do. I want to sell products. I want to do art shows. I started applying to art shows, making um, pieces here and there that fit the theme of that art show because I wasn't doing any personal work then. But um, just trying to find my voice with it. And I basically got accepted to some local stuff like festivals. There was this one show called Raw Artists. I went to that one a couple Mm -hmm. times. So basically just like finding a way to put myself out there. So I I had this big book of 45 pages um, of a business (laughs) plan. And I I wrote this down because it had to be 2015 in August when I decided, I decided, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to put my two weeks in, but I'm going to give myself six months to save up a little bit more and to write this business plan and get a plan laid out so I'm not just like blindly going somewhere so the plan is done I hand it to my husband he takes three two or three days he reads it he gives it back he's like all right I'm sold let's go put the two weeks in he said put the two weeks in at this point it was like March I think March 2nd and I wasn't planning on actually leaving I was so scared Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he said, let's go put the two weeks in. And every day he would ask me, did you put in your two weeks notice? (laughs) I love your husband. So supportive. He was ready to go because he just, he always, for him, he always said, I I always saw you successful with Mm. your art. I always saw that for you. So I wasn't going to let you use like our family to keep you from your dreams. I wasn't going to let you use that. So he basically just threw me in there so after like a week of asking that next Monday I went in and I gave I just kind of slid it over to my boss like here you go and I walked out and he came out and he's like I'm so sad to see you go but I understand like that's what you need to do because I had done so many paintings for him at that point Mm -hmm. that he was like he was like yeah this is what you need to do just go so um it oh was... my god can I stop you for a minute because I love that story so much <laughs> let me tell you why first of all I have been saying this forever how important it is to have like your community around you to hold you down because left to our own devices we will punk out because we, we just, will. it's just <laughs> there's so much fear around it but it I is. love that you were able to have this like really supportive husband who saw your brilliance, knew your destiny, knew what you were supposed to be doing and like uplifted you and like told you to do it. I think that is so great because we all don't have that. But I think your testimony to how important it is to have someone like that in your life to sometimes see our brilliance and we don't even see it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I love that. And then the other thing that I love about what you just said is how you not only 
thought of something, but you put action steps forward in order to get it. Like you knew, okay, I need like a three, four month runway, a six month runway to make sure I'm set up right to save. I need to make sure I like look up what I want to do next, look up shows. Like you had a plan in place and you went towards that because I feel like people have dreams, people want to do things and then they never take actions towards that. And so it, it never happens. So I love that, that you like, you did it. You knew like you were afraid, but you did it anyways and you made it happen. So congrats, that's a big deal. Thank you. I definitely would have pumped out if I didn't have Mm -hmm. like everybody around me going, just do it, just do it. You're going to blossom, just do it. So yes, I I definitely wanted to go back to work that first day I was off and I was at home. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad that you created Poetically Illustrated because your work is beautiful. Can you talk more about your work, your style, what inspires you? Yes. So I don't know. I, my style is forever evolving because I'm a, I'm a student. I'm always a student. But Um, Right now, my work is centered around Black women. I want to show diversity in bodies, diversity in our, I guess you could say our mentalities, like where we find our inner peace. My work is very much so a message. Everything in each piece stands for something. So there's very vibrant colors. There's a lot of goals, different types of goals, like a white gold, a copper, different types of metals that I use to signify basically putting yourself at the highest version of you so finding your inner goddess um i guess you could say that's what it is it's very colorful goddess vibes very serene all types of hair all types of textured hair and styles i just want to represent every version of the black woman in whatever state that we may be in just to find our inner peace and our inner goddess Yes. And it really is empowering. Like when I see your work, I just feel like I can feel the respect that you have for Black women in every work that you do. And just like the details and the colors, like it makes you happy. Personally, I feel happy whenever I see your work. Yes, definitely. I feel that. So definitely check out Destiny's work. It's where can they check out your work? Oh, well, I'm everywhere. I'm on Instagram, Poetically Illustrated. I have a website, poeticallyillustrated.net. I'm on Facebook. It's Poetically Illustrated. You can find me on TikTok, Poetically Illustrated. Yes. Um, so everywhere. And I'll be on YouTube at the end of, uh, end of February. I'll be there. Okay, awesome. So you have been doing this now for about six years, right? Yes full-time about six years wow that's okay. crazy <laughs> I know I know that's that's amazing I love it so tell me how you balance being a mom because you have three little ones and being a wife and being an artist while running this business how are you able to kind of maintain it all well it's definitely a journey <laughs> and there's not always balance but um with the pandemic and the way things have changed for us, we have started to put harmony in our, within our home at the forefront. So the most important thing right now is that we are balanced in the house so that mm-hmm. we are waking up and we are slowly getting into our day. We're not rushing. 
Um, we do, I homeschool them, so we're doing school here. And then during our school process, I make sure that I'm teaching my kids to be mindful of their mentality and mm. to make sure they're moving their bodies and to learn the way they learn so that they retain the information versus trying to learn at a standard. So I don't know, going outside as much as we can, spending time together is important. And then anything outside of that, once we're done with school, we do school really early. So we're done at like 11. We eat lunch together make sure we eat our meals together and talk to each other. And then I work and they usually work with me, but that's the only way that I can see the balance coming in is that I keep them with me doing everything. So Yes, you were telling me a story of how like you integrated your kids into your work, into your business and like yes. helping you along. Can you talk more about that? Because I thought that was so brilliant, how you were like yes. having them work for you and like teaching them these lessons. Well, they are my biggest supporters, mm -hmm. um, even on the days when I'm like so tired and burned out my fingers, maybe swollen from staying up all night. They're like, OK, well, we'll do it. What do you need us to do? You just check oh, the orders, print it out. But my oldest son, he handles like the website design and um, he handles my emails and he makes sure that his brother is like doing the right orders. So he gets all the orders lined up and ready to print out. My middle son does the printing, Princeton. He prints most of the stuff and packages for me. And my little one, we just call him our little customer service. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our little customer service agent, but he's just kind of there to be cute and like see what we're doing. But they kind of handle a lot of the business stuff, trying to show them that there are other ways to live, like that they can, they can start a business or they can intern or kind of make their own way with whatever mm -hmm. their goals may be but they mm -hmm. are my biggest supporters they enjoy helping so in order to keep them busy and like um I think this is a good life skill I mean they're learning they're working yeah right now. I think so too so they're learning um pretty fast and they can print they can size they can make it if yes. pixelated they're like mom this one's too pixelated we need a higher resolution like they understand it so mm -hmm. but I they, also feel like it really sh like the importance of asking for help and not doing it yourself not doing it not doing it all right I think yes. sometimes as women we think we can do everything and we don't ask for help and I love that like your family is so supportive of you and like really taking care of you because that's part of self-care is to like ask for help and to not feel like you have to do everything, you know, and like giving, delegating some work to your kids. Like, why not? I love that. I think that's so important. That was actually their um, idea to come mm. and help me because they saw me struggling. Oh, she's trying to take pictures for Instagram and <laughs> post online <laughs> and she's trying to, you know, talk to her customers and sell her products. And then she's over here packing them, printing them, talking to the vendors, like customer service, everything. I was doing it by mm -hmm. myself and I was getting so burned out. And I hate to have to say, I can't do it right now because I'm working. So, mm -hmm. and, or not right now, cause mommy has to work. But when I took some of that work off of me and gave it to some of them, cause they were like, we can help. What do you want us to do? We can help. Just show us what to do. That freed up time for us. So we, I get to homeschool them now. And then my work days are like four or five hours and we're back outside playing or we're back, you know, inside playing together, spending time together. So so inspiring it took you, a lot off me I can sleep now <laughs> yes 
take naps. Exactly. I think it's so important. And it's really inspiring because you're building a life that you want that works for you and works for your lifestyle. So that's amazing. Talking about, you talked a little bit about how sometimes it's hard to balance it all, but I'm curious if there's any other challenges you face as an entrepreneur um, and how have you got through them? Any other challenges? Um, There's always challenges. There's (laughs) always, because no matter what, we're human and we have some fears. So my thing is I get in my own head and I try not to think about um, who will and won't like something. But Mm -hmm. because my style changes and what I'm, because my work is based off of my life experiences, my style changes or what I'm painting changes and I don't want to like step on any toes about it. So I won't, I'll hold stuff and just won't release it into the world. But it's like, isn't that the whole point? The gift is to share so that you can help someone else in whatever way and whoever doesn't like it, it wasn't for them. So that's, that's one of my challenges, like getting out of my head and talking myself out of like just sharing my work me too girl (laughs) mindset is like a beast you really gotta rein that in it stops you from so much if you let it it does sometimes I just like post it and then log off (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I feel you so what keeps you like create like when you're in your zone and you're creating what keeps you feeling more like the most creative? Oh, music is a very big part of what I do. I like to listen to music and dance and like just kind of get in the zone. That keeps me very creative. Even when I'm just like walking on a daily basis, I I go for a walk with my youngest son. That's our thing. Mm -hmm. And we just listen to different music and like any word in a music could like like any kind of lyric or something could spark something really quickly and then I have to rush home and like get it out but um what type of music do you listen to I'm a very uh all over the place person so usually if I'm painting it's kind of slow Mm R&B I'll go from like Lauren Hill to SZA Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then to like Janae Aiko and uh I don't know if I said her name right but it's S-I-N-E-A-D S-I-N-E-A-D. I don't know how to say it. So I, don't I think so. Also listen to Sade. Just a mixture of like old yeah. R&B and new R&B. my favorites. Yeah. So that's a vibe. But sometimes if I'm like trying to get myself in the, in the mood to paint, I'll turn on like Nicki Minaj and Saweetie mm-hmm. and Cardi B and Megan. Yes. So it depends on the vibe. I like Nipsey Hussle. I like a lot of different artists, Kendrick Lamar. So cool. it's all over the place, all over the place. Yeah, because we like, I feel you, there's like a vibe for every moment, right? Like when yes. you're feeling upbeat, you listen to something like really like fast or like rap or whatever. If you're like feeling chill, you might listen to like some R&B or soul. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all the vibe. Exactly. <laughs> So good, 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 good. I love learn. I love learning about people's processes because I always pick up little things for myself when I feel blocked or like I I can't quite get myself to work or paint. I mm-hmm. always think about like, okay, what do I need right now in this moment? And you're right. Sometimes it's just like vibing out to music and yes, letting it's that moving, help. Moving, mm-hmm. like move your body, get your brain like on something else. Yeah, get it going. 
I agree. Okay, so let's get into this um, strategies for making money as an artist. So okay. I cannot stand the sentiment that artists are starving. I understand where that comes from, but there are so many artists who are successful, who are thriving, who have sustainable businesses. And I believe you're one of them. So <laughs> I want to know, because I want more artists to, to go after their passions and do what they love to do and not be afraid that, you know, they'll be homeless because there is a way to monetize your gifts and you, you have been able to do that. Can you share some of the things you've done to create um, income for your family through your art? Um, So the first thing, like I said, was I started with the shows and um, doing the art shows, I didn't even have like prints or anything to sell at the shows. I was just showing the pieces. Well, one person inter- interviewed me for his, I think it was a podcast then, but they did like a live show with Black artists. And um, he had asked me to bring him three pieces for the show. Well, I didn't really have like three personal pieces that I, I was proud of at that time. So I got three pieces ready and that was um, Serenity, Empress, and Eden, if I'm not mistaken. They were all three watercolor paintings and they were pretty big. And I brought them, he had never seen them before to the show, the day of the show, probably like three or four hours before it started, we were getting set up. And he goes, these are amazing. Why don't you uh, make prints? And I was like, I don't know how. And he goes, well, I have a guy. So he called someone and they came and picked up my paintings, scanned them, and gave me prints. No, they didn't charge me just because it was my first time. He gave me prints, like a hundred of each to sell that night. He said, start selling them at $25 just to see if people will buy them. And I sold out that night. So it was that experience, like meeting people who were willing to help me with that show. And I would do that show. They did it every month during the summer. So there was one show a month and I would do that. And that would practically starting out that set me up for the month to be able to work and buy more stuff for my my own personal stuff so I started there um, with making money was planning shows so when I realized that people wanted prints and they wanted art I started making more pieces because I had extra money now and I didn't have to worry and I started doing like scheduling shows I was doing two to three shows um, a week at one point like during the summers And I would just bring different products to sell. So that was one way that I made money. But I did schedule that. That was in my book when I wrote out my business plan that I wanted to do shows and sell items at the show. But I was just thinking small. I was just thinking I'm going to sell the original pieces. When it turns out that I made more keeping the originals and selling the prints. So selling merchandise. Yeah. Um, and, and that also drives up the price of the original. Just don't like sell more than, I wouldn't sell more than like a 200 of each print mm-hmm. of, each, okay. of, of each piece. Don't sell like too many of them because then you're going to dem, dem, take the price down. So I did that. And then I was, during the shows, I was meeting people who wanted commissions. Like, do you paint people? Do you paint, if I give you a picture, can you paint it? And I would say, yeah. So I made a brochure with my size, the sizes that I did and the prices (laughs) of the pieces. And when they asked me, I would give them the brochure and show them the ones that I did because um, early on I took maybe 40 commissions and I just, use those to kind of stockpile for a gallery 
So if anybody asked, had I done it before, I have this to show, yes, I did it. So right. um, <laughs> on the brochure, I would print the, the ones that I did and little testimonials for them to see in the brochure and then my contact information. So I would always have, I want to say I was doing like 30 commissions a month at one point. It was, it got crazy at one point. And yeah, I was like, that's you know, a lot. It's a lot. And, but commissions um, are good money. I understand like why, why people do that. Yeah. Yes, they were good. And I don't do them anymore because I'm focusing on, more on my work. Mm-hmm. And I think every artist kind of starts that way where it's like we need to make sure we have income coming in. So we kind of keep all of our streams of revenue. But that was another stream of revenue. And I would do commissions for like three months. I would take 30 to 40 for the three months and then I'd take a break. So the commissions brought in money and I also wrote that down that I would do uh, custom painting. So that was another one off my list. Well, during the shows, I was meeting so many people, publishers, people from record labels, even music artists were like coming through. Big artists would come through and see the art and want you to do something for them. So um, I started getting publishing contracts and like freelance contracts. Can you do an album cover? Can you do a book cover? And then that rolled over to, can you do like my children? Can you illustrate my children's book? Or And those contracts are a little more money. So that's another reason why I slowed down on the commissions because for three commissions, I'm, I'm not making as much as I would make on this one book cover. So that was another one, freelancing for publishing companies and record labels. So that was another thing off my list that I wrote down. And then here is to driving up my doing my website. So I started posting consist, consistently online, whatever I was doing. If it was commissions, I would post in progress pictures. I don't even think I posted very many videos, but in progress pictures of commissions, in progress pictures of like my personal stuff. And then I would post a, like a picture of the finished piece and say that the prints were released on my site. And then I will kind of repurpose those pictures and, and post them again and do sales. So this drove people to my website where now I'm generating income from there. Um, I started doing t-shirts and hoodies. I think I started with t-shirts and hoodies and the prints and I didn't really have anything else. And then I started um, with the pillows and the handbags, the little clutch bags, which I still do. So I it just kept going from there. I would find other stuff people will ask for and I go okay sure I'll find somebody and I'll make it mm-hmm. and and that's kind of what I do like if they ask for something and I think it's cool I'll go ahead and release it but yes so I love that you have multiple streams of income you're not relying on one source which is really smart and then also that you basically manifested everything that you're doing like you wrote it down on your list when you first quit right Yes, I still have it. I found it the I other love day. That. <laughs> oh I my god. The, the power of like writing things down is so like real. But and I didn't even like reread it. I think mm-hmm. I for the first year I kept it and kind of reread. I was like, well, because it happens slowly. While while all this right. sounds like it happened fast. I've been doing this for six years. I right. had a baby. I had mm-hmm. a baby in the middle of all of this my last son and so it was just kind of a lot so everything I wrote down happened slowly I I think I wrote down Essence Festival that I wanted to be an artist featured at Essence Festival Mm -hmm. or go to Essence Festival with my art I wrote that down in 2016 that didn't come true 
until, no, I wrote it in 2014. That didn't come true until 2017. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a slow process, but it all came true. And I didn't even go back and read it until I was cleaning my studio the other day. And I came across the book and I looked through and I'm like, all of this stuff is like, it, it's happening or it's happening. Yes. And it's so amazing. So, oh my yeah. God, that is like so empowering because I think sometimes we give up before we're able to reach like our goals or what we want to accomplish. And my takeaway from what you just said is to like, keep going. It might take years, but your dreams will happen. And what you want is totally capable. You know, you're capable of achieving it. So I think that's so inspiring. Thank you for sharing. And also just letting people know all the different ways that you can make money as an artist, you know, if you want a license. Yeah, you don't have to be limited. And there's so many platforms and we're creative. So we can think of like different ways that work for us. But I love it. And you, you know, you have other responsibilities. So it's not like you're single and you can you only depend on yourself you have other responsibilities and you're able to accomplish and be consistent so I think that's really I really respect that a lot yes it's a big it's a big blessing but yes there's so many things artists can do I think I say look online and always stick with your work like keep working even if you don't think it's that good post it share Mm -hmm. what it's about and what it means to you and why it's so important to you let people know your story because someone is always watching you people find me on instagram and facebook and i'm i barely post on there but it's just because i shared it and i told them what it was about that they hashtag something to find me and it pops up and they're like hey i want you to do something for me out of the millions and billions of people on instagram they'll, they'll pick you because they connected with your story so trust the process and keep going like keep sharing because somebody wants it trust the process amen thank you so much for sharing that <laughs> Is there anything you want to give a shout out about something that's coming up in your business or something you want to share? Well, I I can't say uh, necessarily what I'm finishing up a project right now that I'm very, very proud of. And I don't think I can tell you what it is. All I can say is stay tuned if you love goddess vibes. If you like, I can say this, if you like affirmation decks, stay tuned it, it's kind of like an affirmation deck but I can't really give it away and this is something I've dedicated seven months of my life oh, wow. to and seven months of my creativity to and it's something I'm very very proud of so I can't wait to share it with you and I'm I'm the artist on this project so it wasn't my vision a publishing company reached out to me and uh, they wanted a black artist to work on this project and they love my works and the goddess stuff that I've been posting lately. And they found me from that. So mm-hmm. be sure that whatever you have, you're sharing it. But um, I'm very proud of this project and I can't wait to share it with you guys. I have another, okay, Wee Moon. I work with Wee Moon as a license. I license with them every year for the past four years. They license my work to be printed in their um calendars and they also have some new stuff coming out but their calendar is out now from for this year it's like a um what is it the moon cycle calendar which tells Mm -hmm. you the moon cycles and it's great so if you want to check that out you can do that but there's so much stuff coming out this year that I can't 
I know y'all just have to follow destiny because she has some like good stuff coming up just follow me and I will let you know but I will be on YouTube my first video is filmed and edited and ready to go but I'm trying to make sure I pre-plan my content so I'm going to release early March to late February so stay on touch with that and my website will be opening at the end of February with all my new stuff that I've been hiding from y'all because I'm I'm scared (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't wait to see it. And let me know if there's anything you want me to promote or su- support you because I think you are amazing. And I definitely want to, you know, share out all that you're doing. So yeah, let people know they can definitely find you on Instagram and Facebook and your website is coming up. I'll have all of the links um, connected to the show notes so people can easily just find you um, okay. because yeah she's super cool and y'all are gonna love her work I wish I could just like show y'all you have to go look it up You'll yes be- well my website is open it's always up my shop is open I, w- I was about to close it and I was like no I'm just gonna leave it open because anytime I close it people freak out and it's like well, <laughs> so I'm like you know what it's there it's gonna stay up but um yeah so I'll be only only thing I can say is I'll be online more as soon as I wrap up these last few designs which would she'll be they'll be done early March and then I'm going to take you guys on my journey I'm taking this summer off to just kind of live just kind of experience just kind of paint be with my family and I want to share with you guys my day-to-day so there'll be a lot of like day in the lives I'll post them on Instagram and TikTok and full link videos on YouTube but I don't know, I just kind of want to bring you guys along and let you get to know me a little bit because I'm different, I guess. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. I think I need to take time and like share my story. So that's yes. what I'm going to be doing this summer. If you want to get to know me better, just go ahead and follow me and we'll, we'll have a good time. Yes. Thank you so much, Destiny. This was so much fun talking to you. You're always a good time to talk to. So oh, thank you. I will talk to you soon. Bye. All right. See you next week, same day, same time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And send me a comment if you really like this one. And remember to uplift and support another woman creative today. Always remember to embrace your creative genius.